Welcome to the Weekly Lisa, the podcast that covers everything. Hi, and welcome to the Weekly Lisa. Of course, I'm Lisa. So today's podcast is it's a personal one. Um, this is pretty much my own personal hell. Now, a little bit of a backstory, so you're going to have to bear with me slightly. But... In 19 years ago, I was diagnosed with polycystic ovary syndrome. Now, this has been a real pain in my ass for a long time. And for those of you that don't know what polycystic ovaries is, basically the long and short of the stick is, I can't have children. Now, some people on polycystic ovaries that have polycystic ovaries do have go on and have children. Uh, unfortunately, I've never been able to. And it's basically polyps on your ovaries. Um, the other way of looking at it is um, too many male hormones or test. I can never get this out right. So you got estrogen, estrogen, right? Yeah, estrogen and testosterone, which is what you find in men. Now, obviously, every child is made up of both male and female hormones. Um, polycystic ovaries basically means that. I have too many male hormones in my body. So, in a nutshell, that basically means I can grow a moustache better than my husband could if I didn't uh, laser the hair off. I would turn into a hairy beast if I didn't shave. Um, For instance, ladies, summer, shave your legs or wax your legs. You can get probably two weeks out of a shave, give or take, and probably six to seven weeks out of a waxing. Yeah, not me. I probably get three or four days out of shaving my legs and probably three to four weeks on a waxing. My hair growth is extremely fast. I just wish my hair on my head would grow as fast, but it doesn't always uh, doesn't always work like that. Anyway, so back to the story. So when I was 17, I met the man of my dreams. Yes, yes, yes. This is not a fairy tale. But believe me, I met the man of my dreams. From the minute I met him, I knew I'd marry him. Now, we have been together for just short of 19 years. And we've been married coming up for 10 years. So, I did marry him. Just like I said I would. Now, Paul is a very patient man. And he has never once complained that we've never had children of our, of our own. Now, don't get me wrong, when I say children of our own, we do have a 20-year-old child which came with Paul when I met him. And I wouldn't have it any other way. That's my son, and he'll always be my son. So, this is where our story began. Now, when I met Paul, we decided that we wanted to be safe for obvious reasons. I was 17 and I didn't really want children at the time. So I decided to have the pill injection. Now, I am not complaining about the pill injection in any way, shape or form. It's protected a lot of people over the years. Now, I chose the injection just because I'm terrible at remembering to take tablets. I put that down to my dyslexia, but that's probably a big fat lie. Um, Anyway, as time went on, I started experiencing really bad mood swings to the point where I was happy one minute and crying my eyes out the next and it it was like a Jekyll Jekyll and Hyde effect and there was genuinely nothing I could do about it it was it was awful now I only had 
one of the um, one of the depot injections, which is what the pill injections called, um, and I actually took myself to see the doctor um, because of the hormone imbalance that was going on in my body. Now um, he did every possible test you can imagine, um, every blood test you can possibly imagine, and uh, a couple of weeks later I was called in to the office, to the doctor's office, to uh, be told the test results. And basically, he said to me, um, you'll never have children of your own. Um, I'm sorry to tell you, but you've got too many male hormones in your body. And believe me, I'd only just met Paul. We'd been together probably about nine months at the time. And my world crumpled. Now, I've got friends and family that have, have had children around me. And yes, sometimes it does get very disheartening. Because it's the one thing that I always wanted to, to have of my own was a child. And don't get me wrong, I love my son more than anything in the world. But he's only half mine, if that if that makes sense. And I really wanted a child of my own. I wanted to give Paul a child. Now, I know it doesn't sound so bad. Um, I know that, obviously, being told I'd never have children. You know, there could be worse fates in the world. But at that moment... The second he told me I may never have children of my own, I turned and looked at my my beloved and I sobbed. And I sat there for days sobbing. And eventually, um, the world just collapsed. And there was a hole in my heart where I didn't expect anything to have happened so bad. Um, but... You know, you would have thought that me being happy and healthy and being in a loving relationship and and having an 18-month-old child that obviously I didn't give birth to uh, would be enough, but it wasn't. You know, my, my son didn't come from me, but as the years went on, I realised that I didn't need another child. I already had one. Now... Like I said, there are many different side effects to having too many male hormones. Um, and one of the things with the polyps on my ovaries particularly caused pain in my lower abdomen to the point that it would actually put me on my knees. Um, and it got to the point, I, you know, there was a few stages where I was in so much pain that I was screaming in pain and that and Paul really wanted to bring an ambulance. Um Obviously, that never happened because that's not what I wanted to do and I knew it would subside because I'd had it several times over um, and just never showed the pain, really. Um, like I said, I can grow a moustache and a beard better than most men, which is just fabulous. Not. Um, now, here's the kicker. Now, most women would find this great, but I didn't. Now, right up until having the pill injection... I could time my periods to a watch. I knew exactly when I was going to come on, when I was going to go off. I went five years without a period. After 16 years of having, well, 17 years it was, sorry. 17 years of perfect, well, it wasn't even 17 years, so that's a lie really, isn't it? Uh, so let's see, what was I? 11... So six to seven years of perfect periods and 
than to nothing. Which, for the first few years, that was great. Didn't see a problem in that. I wasn't really bothered. Um, and then, time went on and I'd have the odd period here and there. I went to see a gynecologist. I went to see many gynecologists, I might add. And they would say, oh, let's just give you this set of tablets. Take these. This will induce a period. Da, 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 da. Let's try this procedure. Let's try that procedure. Um, and... I've had things like a balloon shoved through my closed cervix to see whether they would open or not. I've had more blood tests than you can possibly imagine. It was like I was a pincushion for years for a pincushion and eventually I just, I said enough was enough. Now after 16 years of all of this going on and having the odd period once every five years or whatever, I was told by a gynecologist, a female gynecologist I might add, that I needed to bleed at least every three months. And this was created by using a pill that obviously induced a false period. <laughs> Sorry for the buzzing in the background. My phone's going off on the table at the side of where I'm recording. I keep forgetting to turn it off, but never mind. I think that podcast should be as raw as you could possibly get them. You know, like you can hear me sniffing and that's because I'm actually... Um, leaning down instead of sitting up straight but never mind anyway so back to another downside now my ovaries didn't release eggs like they should and this is down to the ovaries having uh, follicles around around eight millimeters in size which is obviously the polyps on the ovaries um which as i've said were extraordinarily painful especially they don't actually know why they were painful they just know that they were painful. Another downside, I gained weight. I piled on weight faster than I could comprehend. I went from being 11 stone, which is fairly heavy, I might add, but I was quite happy at 11 stone, to over 21 stone in a matter of three, three years. Now, as it stands right now, I weigh 21 stone, nine pound. That is the heaviest I have ever been. And when I saw that on the scales, I cried. Because I am a fairly healthy person in the sense of I walk miles. I'm constantly on my feet at work. I eat lots of fruit and vegetables. Yet the weight just does not come off. A side effect of polycystic ovaries means that two people can go on the same diet, one with polycystic ovaries, one without being the same weight, eating the same foods, and that person will lose twice the amount of weight I do. Now, losing the weight takes a long, long time, and I've managed to do it. I went from uh, 20 stone back down to 15 stone, which, again, doesn't seem like a lot, but it is if you if you consider it's five stone. Um, and it took me two and a half years. Um, and then, within six months, I'd piled it back on. And it was all because of the way I'd changed, well, I'd not changed my job, just changed different things. I spent a lot more time in the office than I did what I was normally doing. Because obviously the the rules of my job changed. Now, it's, the weight is a problem. The periods is a problem, but there is more downsides. So my hair, I had beautiful thick brown hair 
Now my hair's always been curly, so you will know, most ladies will know that if you've got curly hair, it's relatively thick 99% of the time. And mine was. Now, mine's thin and scraggly and I look like I've been dragged through a hedge backwards on most days. Uh, oily skin. No matter what I used, no matter what I use, what I do, I have oily skin. Now I'm really, really lucky not to suffer badly with spots. Even as a teenager, I, I didn't suffer badly with spots. Um, but when I do get spots at 35 year old, they friggin' hurt because they're massive. Um, somebody asked me recently, after all these years, have you finally accepted that you'd never, I'd never have children of my own? Like I said, I gained a son when I met Paul. I'm happily married, I love my life, I love my career, I love my son. And you know what? I finally, after nearly 19 years, accepted that I'd never have a child of my own. And it means that we get to travel a lot more now. Like I said, my son's 20. He doesn't need looking after anymore. He, we need looking after, never mind him. But polycystic ovaries has caused me a lot of heartache, a lot of problems. And yes, I've met people and I've got friends that have, have polycystic ovaries and they have children. And they're happy with their lives and that's great. But I've really wanted a child of my own. And obviously that never happened. But yes, after nearly 19 years, I have finally accepted that me and Paul will never have children of our own. Children as a couple anyway. And we're happy with our lives now. I would never, ever say to somebody that's got polycystic ovaries, oh, your life's over. Oh, it's it's endless this and endless that. Because do you know what? I deal with the lack of periods, which incidentally still happen today. I still go about three months before I have a period. And then when I do, I'm extraordinarily heavy. I still have to use laser uh, to get rid of the facial hair. I still have to wax every three to four weeks. Uh, my hair has to be, so I always wanted really long hair. My hair's now uh, shoulder length and it's thick and healthy now because I have an, a very, very good hairdresser uh, that looks after my hair. He's amazing. Um, the pain I no longer suffer with. Um, there's certain side effects of the polycystic ovaries that still bother me. Like I said, the hair growth, the hair thinning. Um, the one thing that I'm grateful for now is obviously I've accepted that we'd never have children. It means I don't have to see a gynecologist because believe me, that was the worst thing in the world. I said it before and I'll say it again, I've had more blood tests than I've had hot dinners. I've had more internals than most women. And that's all down to the polycystic ovaries. Um, it's not something that I would wish on anybody. But I know that there's people out there that live with this. Victoria Beckham is one. She was diagnosed with polycystic ovaries, yet she's got beautiful children. A friend of mine, Kelly, was told that she would never have children of her own. Um, they found the polyps on her ovaries after she had her first daughter. She now has about four daughters in total. It's Polycystic ovaries, like most things, are different in every person. Mine just prevent the obvious from happening. 
but I'm happy for anybody that I know, family, friends, that have had children. And I'm happy to be godparent. I'm happy to be auntie. Apart from the fact that I actually saw my nephew come into the world, which is something I would never, ever watch again. I'm scared for life, that. I'm scared for life. But, do you know what? Polycystic ovaries has made me a stronger person. Because that hole in my heart no longer exists. I didn't need a child to fill it. I just needed the love of my husband. And I'm very, very lucky to have a very loving husband. So, polycystic ovaries, ladies, may sound like a scary thing. Don't always take the bad news from a piece of information like that. Because it's not always true. You know, doctors can be wrong. Obviously, in my case, they weren't. But it doesn't mean to say that they're going to be right in yours. So anyway, I've jabbered on for over 16 minutes by the looks of it. This will go out next week. I hope you have a wonderful week. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being here. Thank you for for being with me and listening to my me talk about my own personal health. Have a wonderful week and I'll see you again soon. Bye for now.